Welcome to DTC Pod, where we take you behind the wheel with the best founders and operators of consumer brands. You'll learn the ins and outs of business from setting up shop, hitting your first million, scaling past eight figures, and even navigating an exit. As founders ourselves, our goal is to help you learn from the best as you build. Visit us at dtcpod.com to sign up for our weekly newsletter, join our founder community, and find additional resources from every episode. DTC Pod is brought to you by Trend, the creative solution for your brand. Go to trend.io to access thousands of creators for content needs such as product photography, unboxing videos, or even TikTok and IG organic creative. Use the code DTCPOD10 for 10% off your next content purchase. Are you curious how much your business is worth? Get your free no-obligation offer from OpenStore at open.store. This episode of DTC Pod is also brought to you by Peel Insights, the e-commerce analytics platform that supercharges all of your retention efforts every day and with every customer. Go to peelinsights.com slash dtcpod to learn how hundreds of e-commerce brands use Peel to reveal purposeful insights like LTV, AOV, repurchase rate, churn, and hundreds of metrics more. See how brands are nurturing deeper customer relationships with easy-to-use retention tools that hyper-target and provide immediate growth. The subscription market is predicted to grow nearly $500 billion by 2025. Recharge is the leading subscription management solution, helping e-commerce merchants of all sizes launch and scale their subscription offerings. Over 15,000 merchants use subscriptions powered by Recharge to grow their business and their communities by increasing average order value, reducing churn, and providing predictable recurring revenue. Turn transactions into long-term customer relationships and experience seamless subscription commerce with Recharge. Check them out at rechargepayments.com forward slash DTCpod. What's up, DTC Pod? Today, we're joined by Dove Kaufman, who is the co-founder and CEO of Tolstoy. So Dove, I'll let you kick us off. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your background and what you're working on with Tolstoy? Yeah, sounds great. Um, so I've, I'm have i now like an old timer in the industry. I spent eight years um, uh, running partnerships at Yatpo, uh, joined when the company was like four employees. Uh, with my now co-founder, Nimrod, we started uh, at Yatpo on the same day, just like uh, first jobs. And, uh, and we left the company um, eight years later when it was... Um, uh, like 800 employees. Um, so, and, and we've kind of, along with the growth of Yatpo, we saw like the whole D2C uh, industry kind of grow uh, from start to finish. Um, the rise of Shopify, all that, all that, um, uh, all, all that stuff. And, um, and then for the past two years, Nimrod and I, uh, we left Yatpo to start Tolstoy, a, um, an interactive and shoppable video platform for brands. Uh, and brands are leveraging Tolstoy to interact with their customers in an authentic way through video. Got it. Um, and yeah, we're really excited to get into Tolstoy and the use case you're, we're, you're solving. I think being able to bring video into commerce is such an important um, an important development that we're seeing. But why don't we go back to Yachtpo a little bit? Uh, I think that's really interesting that, like you were saying, you were one of the first employees there from seeing this company go not only grow massively from four to over 800 employees over the course of your tenure there, but also being able to observe um, the explosion of the D2C and Shopify landscape. So would love to know, uh, you know, when you were getting started there, what was like, what was the product like in the early days? What were you building? What was the problem you were trying to solve? And how are you selling that into merchants? Cool. So, I mean, 
early days was um was the wild west i think um from very early on actually yatpo was like really one of the first to think about like social shopping it started as um it 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 was too early for this original product but originally the idea for yatpo was uh you come onto any website and you connect your social account and you see if any of your friends um, or your friend's friends left a review because then you'd be able to trust that review. It's all about trust and authenticity through through the so- social graph. Um, it was really, really like an early pioneer. Um, and it was just too early. Uh, there were a few kind of issues with that and, um, and the company's leadership um, uh, w- w- was kind of like, uh, uh, I mean, uh, also visionaries then, but um, but but really fast movers and um, and uh, realized that at the time the industry was so um, was so nascent. Uh, Shopify was like a, a very small platform still, and they had they they had no native reviews. Um, so uh, so we realized there was an, an opportunity there, um, and we built a a very simple review solution uh, for Shopify. Uh, the real kind of game changer happened when we developed um, the ability to send people emails and ask them for a review via email and allowed them to leave the review in the email itself um, uh, with like an HTML form. That was like, that was, that was new. Um, no one had done that before. Um, and that completely changed the rules because suddenly people were leaving reviews before Yachtbone, no one left reviews anywhere. Um so that was that was kind of the early day, and from then it kind of just like uh, uh, rocket ship. Trajectory. Yeah, and I, I think it, it's really it's always interesting to hear like how companies are founded and the direction they are, and maybe those little micro pivots and the things that like really open up a UK case. I know Yachtpo. I think it's a great example. What what you just said. Yes, reviews are important, but like, how do you actually incentivize someone to write a review? And when you're able to deliver it to a customer in that same email flow. Now you've verified that it's a customer and you've also removed all the friction. So it's super easy for them. So all of a sudden you probably went from, you know, these brands really having scattered reviews everywhere to all of a sudden being able to quickly acquire, you know, hundreds and thousands of reviews really quickly, use it as social proof, help other buyers out, and you really provide that whole utility for them. So I think that's that's really cool. And I'm sure that was able to help accelerate your sales process a lot. You probably had a lot of, you know, customer proof and testimonials and people were using it and you were able to grow things out. So now what was, um, you know, now moving on to like Tolstoy and having sold in, in the ecosystem for a while and having understood all the merchants problems, what was like, what gave you insight and what got you excited to start developing and building Tolstoy for yourself? Cool. So I think actually it's it's also tied to kind of like uh, the experience that we had early on. Um, I think what we saw at Yatpo um, was a complete shift in uh, like in the in the world. I, I think in, in especially in the digital world, but but just in, in the world in consumer behavior. Um, and uh, we tinkered with the prod- product until we were able to kind of um, uh, enable. A new form of interaction at the time it was uh, writing a review and, and just being able to trust um, to trust online um, at Tolstoy we're, we're, we're trying to do the same thing um, uh, for for again a new world um, where 
communication online um, and authenticity um, is achieved through video uh, everywhere, uh, basically, except when you go to like a, a merchant store, uh, where storefronts look the same as they did in 2010 when we were started at Yatpo. Um, the world has completely changed around us and the storefront looks the same. Um, so with that kind of insight uh, gained over uh, the past many years um, in, the, in, the, in the industry, uh, we decided to try and um, basically bring the power of today's um, communication that's just a lot richer. Um, it's enabled today by you know faster bandwidth, uh, people being comfortable recording videos, watching videos that aren't don't have to be highly produced, UGC. I know uh, Ramon is uh, kind of an expert also in, in, in this area, but, but all these trends um, kind of lead to the fact that uh, store and a consumer, um, in order to communicate effectively, uh, they need to transition to that, to that um, experience as well. And, and that's what we're trying to provide a platform to allow every merchant to very, very easily um, and cheaply uh, launch powerful, effective videos um, to communicate authentically um, and tell their story. Yeah. So Dove, uh, you know, I, I've used your product. I'm familiar with it. I know how it works. We currently have it on our website, but I'm curious, you know, can you walk the listeners through what because if you just listen you know there's so many video um hosting platforms out there if you just hear video commerce you think it's just to like display the product and buy it but you did you just mentioned you know it goes deep it's about telling a story so can you walk us through like a specific use case of of how a brand uses tolstoy in a way that is different from say these shopify apps that are out there that just show a video of the product yeah um, so no problem. And I just, every like 15 minutes, the light here goes off. So I have to like stand up and do a little dance. Um, oh, good. But yeah, there, there are a few things. One today, uh, as a merchant, if you, um, if you put like 20 videos on a product, on a PDP, um, a, there's, there's no room for them. Uh, B it's going to slow down your site tremendously. Uh, and C you're not going to really know if it has an impact on, uh, on your business or not besides, um, like identifying if, if conversion rates uh, go up or down. Um, with Tolstoy, you can have an endless amount of video um, and it won't slow down your website. Uh, you'll get full visibility into which videos convert well, which videos are engaging your customers uh, and why, uh, and actually be able to segment your customer base as a result of their swiping through or um, tapping through the videos. Um, so there are a few things that go into this. Um, one is we have a bunch of different video layouts. Um, so instead of today, I think the standard uh, way to display video is um, in a little image box, kind of like the same thing that was on Amazon uh, years ago. Uh, in, the, in the image box, uh, the last image or the first image is usually a video in some cases, and it's like a brand video. Um, but so many brands today have hundreds or thousands of uh, videos created by their community, uh, uploaded uh, by, by themselves to, um, to TikTok, to Instagram Reels, to YouTube Shorts, um, uh, created by their creator or influencer network. Um, there's tons of video content out there. 
Um, so Tolstoy allows them to leverage uh, this type of uh, video that's more off the cuff, uh, short form and intimate and authentic um, on their website as stories, uh, carousels, little widgets. Um, uh, so like video bubbles uh, and any possible way you can think of that you're familiar with um, engaging with video anywhere else online is available now on your store. Um, and then we also have different video types. Um, so we have branching videos uh, that allow brands to tell kind of stories that are two-way communication. Um, it's Most video is one way, so I just press play and then I, I watch someone talking at me. Um, with Tulsa, you can actually set up, just like a chatbot, you can set up like a logic tree. Um, and depending on what a user chooses, um, you deliver uh, the relevant video to them. So you, you can actually have a conversation where um, Tulsa didn't even start as, as a company for e-com brands in like specifically, that was like one vertical, but we just saw um, merchants take over this, um, this new form of video, which is like interactive or branching video uh, and, and use it to create founder stories. So every time uh, someone new comes to my website, if I'm a mainly founder led brands, see a ton of value from this. Um, if I meet someone very often, uh, I'll talk to founders and they'll tell me that um, when they have a conversation with a customer in real life and they talk about their products, they are able to sell uh, every single time and with high order um, uh, value. Um, but online, it's very, very hard to convey that same excitement, vibe, authenticity, and connection. Um, and, and, and the ability to, uh, to have a branching video that lets a founder get up in front of a user in like a video bubble, user clicks on the video bubble, sees the founder, introduce the brand, um, and then ask a question like, how can, how can I help you today? Um, and then maybe have like three different answers uh, that are basically like the three most common. Um, usually this is how it's done. It's like the three most common uh, questions that people have about the brand or the products. And then depending on which one I click, um, I get to see the founder answering that specific question. And if it starts to feel like a, like an actual real like face to face conversation rather than a, um, a traditional video. So that's like one one example. And, and there are, people are doing crazy stuff with um, with the branching. Um, like really, really in, in, insane, um, insane flows. So we have branching videos, uh, video feeds and shoppable video, which is just like a TikTok feed or Instagram feed or any, any kind of like video feed uh, that you can swipe through, um, see more information, or um, you can actually tag products and, and add to cart directly from video um, and video quizzes, uh, which are also like, um, like traditional quizzes but especially useful for complex situations where the, the viewer of the quiz might not know how to answer a, a particular uh, question. And so um, you can actually show them um, what, what you're talking about um, and let them, let them communicate. And then all this stuff can like work together um, throughout the life cycle of a, of, of a customer. So you can leverage these videos on your website, on every single page, you can have different video content um, and then you can also share these videos um, offsite as well in email campaigns, SMS campaigns, um, anywhere. So you guys are really like the, uh, you're kind of like the technology layer then for video, right? Like you guys are able to host the video and then you're basically able to come up with all the different containers and wrappers that, um, that a brand is going to need on their site, as well as give them the tools to be able to um, set up flows based on their own logic so they can you know up up their conversion i think that's 
that's really neat because for for a brand to like build this in themselves, it's it's obviously going to be really hard to do. But also the they don't have like the self serve tools to be able to like run those flows programmatically. Like you're saying, it's not just about having one video; it's about being able to create flows for getting the right video in front of the right customer uh, at the right time. Um, so you guys are really that. You guys are the platform for basically creating the videos and then launching them and deploying them across your website for whichever scenario that the the brand may need them. Is that, is that I mean, accurate? I, I can tell you as well from experience, just video hosting, formatting, sizing, just all of that alone um, is in a full time, it's a full time task in itself. And like you said, like making it load at the right speeds and the right formatting, etc. Yep, exactly. Um, and you don't even have to use the platform to create the video. If you already have videos, you can just leverage them and import them. Um, but, but we're exactly that we're like, um, uh, the tech layer, the, the delivery layer, um, and then the analytics you get on top of it. Absolutely. So what was, why don't you tell us a little bit about like what it was like starting the company in the early days and how you've, you've since grown it, right? Like how did, how did you fund it? How did you first, what was your first MVP of the product and how have you grown it to, to date, to get to where you guys are? Yeah. So, um, so we're still definitely early days. Um, we're serving thousands of merchants now. Um, and, uh, tens of millions of, uh, eyeballs on our videos. Um, but it's, it's like, uh, this is early day for video in commerce. It's early day for video. I mean, all this stuff is also changing so quickly. Um, but, and so we started the company two years ago, um, right after, uh, our time at Yatpo and, we launched just like, honestly, my, my growth hack was uh, pinging people on my LinkedIn um, because I'd been around for a while. I had a, like a bunch of good contacts and I just sent them, uh, sent them a note on LinkedIn um, asking if I could like chat with them about a new idea that I was working on. And uh, it's like, uh, it's shocking how, um, how many people are willing to spend, uh, spend a bit of time with you, give you feedback. Um, and, and try our product if, if they like it. Um, and so we were helped early on um, just by by friends. It's <clears throat> it's not even just friends, like you're like on LinkedIn, ah, there's so many people I'd never talked to that I just reached out to um, because it was early days and they were willing to get on a call. And so I actually made a lot of new friends in this process, but that's how we, we started and seeded the product. And from day one, we've been working very closely with customers to try to prove value. Um, actually, in the first year and a half, we didn't even charge uh, for the product. We just wanted to get it in the hands of as many merchants as possible and prove value. That was the goal, to try to see where does this thing um, deliver the most value. And um, one of our early customers, Amsam, uh, created this really, really cool video, um, like founder story. And then that helped us kind of like explode um, with um, uh, b because they, they're like a high profile brand and the video was awesome. And it was like it was just such a perfect fit um, for, for the founders. And, and it, it it like then we saw other merchants kind of getting the idea and, and creating their own founder stories. And it kind of just started like spreading and spreading and spreading. How, what, um, so in those specific use cases, I know you, you guys also have sort of like a, a viral component to the product where in some certain plans, the hosting say that the video is bought by Tolstoy. And so I can see that snowball effect happening where 
people are like, oh, well, this is, um, you know, if I really like it, I'm going to want to check out what Toll Story is. And then by default, I already had um, a great example initially. So how and, and I know another way of growth is your background in partnerships. So how have you used partnerships specifically to, you know, double down on your previous experience, translate that into this business and really grow Toll Story? So it's like a, it's a. Um... We actually haven't used partnerships per se until today in Tolstoy. Um, because I come from partnerships and know it and, and like it so much, I've been kind of pushing it back as much as possible because I know that like I, from the, the idea that once we start with partnerships, like uh, I'm going to be all in. Um, and so for the first like, yeah, for the first year and a half, we didn't even charge anything. Um, and, uh, we ended up working with a lot of agencies just because a lot of like top agencies are early, uh, early adopters of products. Um, I, a lot of my friends are, are work at, in, like in the agency ecosystem and in different agencies. And so we, we, we worked kind of like, uh, off the cuff with agencies and, and always, um, uh, try to provide as much value as possible, uh, to them and, and their customers, but we didn't have like a dedicated agency program or partner program or anything like that. Um, uh, but, but two kind of things, two interesting things ended up developing once is once we launched pricing, um, uh, we decided that it, it was time to start investing in, uh, partnerships. Uh, and so we spent months looking for someone to lead that effort. Um, and we finally found, uh, an amazing, uh, head of partnerships, uh, who like just recently joined and is just actually ramping up now. Um, and, uh, and so that's going to be a major, major area of focus. And then we have like agencies and then they're also like, we, we try to help merchants, uh, with content generation. And this is, I think Ramon, how you and I met originally, um, uh, through trend, um, and just, um, like partners who make it easy for our merchants to have content very easily. That's like a major, major, um, uh, lift for for a lot of brands just getting started in video and not even just getting started, but brands that have a need for a lot of video. Um, once a brand starts using Tolstoy, they need a lot of video. Um, and a uh, uh, place like Trend is is uh, great for uh, for them to get it. Um, and so that's that's another kind of like a partnership um, that, that we see being really valuable. Yeah, I mean, I, I see this firsthand too, you know, brands, some brands think, okay, they make three videos and then they stop um and then they don't make any new content continue testing but you guys also provide that data that tells you what performs what doesn't perform for you to keep iterating and so i'm curious given how much data you've seen what is a misconception that but like what is something that brands get wrong um when it comes to making content uh so my i think my i mean not favorite is not the right word but the thing that i put the most emphasis on that I think that I've seen like a lot of brands kind of miss on the first, um, when they first get started is just the video. It's not like, um, like there's one perfect video that's going to work for your website forever. Right. Video is another medium, just like you need to keep your, your text fresh and your, your images fresh. You need to keep your video content fresh. Um, and, um, and you also like vi different videos work differently for every, um, with, with every audience. Um, and so what we recommend is uh, that, that merchants just get started um, with video and start testing it out and iterating quickly. Like just um, uh, make sure that it's easy and cheap for you to create content 
uh, that you can get it up as fast as possible and just be able to, to test um, and see what's working and what isn't, um, just like any other marketing funnel. Yeah, I think that's such an important point about like video in terms of, you know, it's just one channel, it's one medium, but you have to be able to produce a bunch of the content and then you have to be able to test it out and not all video is the same, right? Like you're gonna have different videos that perform really well on TikTok and Instagram than maybe like the founder story that you're crafting uh, for Tolstoy. But if you're getting good signals across social organic, like, oh, this founder story is going really well for me, maybe we use that piece of content and create the remix version of it for Tolstoy and now we have it purpose that way. And I think that's another thing for brands that sometimes they'll just think of video as like one thing when video is a medium and there's so many different parts of it, like the video creative that's being used for each individual platform has to be slightly different and tailored to the specific need that they're trying to to get out of it. A, th a thousand percent. Yeah. Cool. So so what's next on, on the roadmap for you guys? You guys have clearly um, done a great job of piloting, testing out the use case, proving that it works. I even, you know, we're on your website and we even see some of our brands that we've had on the pod use you guys like it looks like suckers is one of um your customers as well um so 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 what's what's next on the roadmap is it just scale is it scaling it through the e-commerce ecosystem are you guys ultimately looking to get beyond the e-commerce ecosystem and like what what does the roadmap look like what are the focuses um now given that you guys are young but experiencing great growth yeah so great question um right now it's it's skill um, we, um, the team is growing, uh, we're moving into more areas like partnerships, uh, marketing, um, customer success, all these kind of pillars of, uh, like a real company. And, uh, and, and we want to make sure that, um, every one of our teams is the absolute best, um, not just in like the video space or the commerce space, but like, like startup space, um, we really um, we we saw what a company that's run like excellently looks like from the inside, and we want to take that and do it like even better. Um, uh, make sure not to make some mistakes we we made, um, and uh, like so to learn from our experience, learn from our mistakes, um, uh, uh, but also learn from the things that that went really well and that that were really um, like uh, uh, successful. Um, just to build like a, a, a really, really meaningful and impactful company. I think um, uh, we're, that, that original question that we started with of like, um, uh, okay, we'll, we'll give out the product for free. We'll just see where it provides the most value and we'll focus on the value and, and the customer. Um, I think that we've actually been like trying really hard to make sure that as we scale, we, we keep thinking that it's like very, sounds very cheesy now, um, but I think just making sure like to keep that attitude of testing, experimenting, uh, figuring out where the value is um, and not getting sidetracked by, uh, you know, a partnership or a sale or something like that, but actually like keeping the eye on value to merchant, like to customer. In, in, in our case, it's a merchant. Um, I think that's that's like key. Yeah, and I think the 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 value here, and this is something where one of the things we love doing on the podcast is like learning from SaaS founders, from brand founders, and there's a lot of principles that are you know interchangeable. And I think one of them that you pointed out early is like when you were developing the product and you were in the product development state, 
um, you guys were testing with a bunch of people and focusing on value and saying, hey, we want to make sure we get this right. We're providing a bunch of value. And then when that's ready, we can worry about partnerships and scaling and doing all these things to really unlock really major growth. And I think that's a lesson that's really applicable even in the D2C space as well for brands, right? Like you want to make sure that your product that you're building, you've you've tested it out. You have small cohorts of customers that are really starting to love it, engage with it. And then when you've proven that like initial product market fit and that people like what you're doing, then you can kind of start leveraging in some scale, some partnerships, some inf major influencer partnerships, dumping some ad dollars behind it, whatever it may be. But I think that that's an, a lesson from like a founder who's seen things work before. And you're like, I'm not rushing into this because I don't want to create an exponential problem. I want to get things at the right pace and pour on gasoline when the time is right. Totally. Sweet. Well, anyway, um, Dovu, just want to thank you for coming on DTC pod, uh, sharing yeah, guys, a little thanks bit. Thanks for more. having me. This is, yeah. uh, awesome yeah and for for our listeners and anyone who who might list, be listening and curious about testing out some different use cases with tolstoy um for their their shop or anything like that where can they find you where can they find tolstoy how, how can they give it a shot yeah so either shopify app store um tolstoy and we're named tolstoy because we help brands tell better stories that's or we try to help brands tell better stories that's kind of the idea so Tolstoy and Shopify or gotolstoy.com. Um, and uh, we have some examples up there and we're happy to talk to anyone. Sweet. Well, thanks for thanks for joining us and we'll, we can't wait to keep seeing you guys grow. Cool. Thank thanks you, a lot. Thank you. Yeah. Bye. Thanks for tuning in and we hope you enjoyed this episode of DTC Pod. If you enjoyed the show, we'd love your support. A rating and a review would go a long way as we continue to host the best builders in DTC and beyond. Follow and subscribe to the show and make sure to check out our show notes where you can find our socials and weekly newsletter. Visit us on dtcpod.com to join our founder community and access resources from every episode. We'll see you on the next pod.